and welcome back to the Caught Looking Show. We plan on having a lot of fun this episode, but before we begin, we must have a moment of silence for Angels pitcher Tyler Skaggs. Uh, Tyler tragically died this past Monday, and we want to honor him in the Angels organization and say our thoughts and prayers are with you by taking this short moment of silence. Thank you. Uh, thoughts and prayers with him um, and his entire family. It's a tough situation. Uh, it feels like a member of like your own little community has died when a player that you you know you kind of look up to and watch dies this young too. Yeah, and it's so out of nowhere, and and it's just blindsided. And you see all the Angels guys they played last night. I was watching a lot of stuff on Twitter today, and it was just like so emotional. Yeah. It's just something like you just hate. It's just, it's, uh, I mean, it's the I worst guess part. It's, it's a part of anything. life in life. Like, there's so many people that play baseball. It's bound to happen, but like, it doesn't make it any less tragic that uh, when it happens, it is uh, a, a terrible thing. And uh, you really hope that they can rebound, uh, like the Marlins did a yeah. couple years ago when Rally. an unfortunate event happened. Rally around them um, themselves. But yeah, they just got to believe in each other, I think, and. Um, you know, they'll get through it, but yeah. it's tough. Yeah, it's, it's it's very tough. Unbelievably tragic, just so unfortunate. Um, but so thoughts and prayers are with to Tyler's family, his wife, um, and we hope that uh, with due time things get a little bit easier for everybody. Yeah, I mean, you know, that thoughts and prayers, like you said, are you know just unbelievable. Yes, but uh, we are gonna get to the fun eventually because. Um, we do have a lot to talk about today, and we have a very, very special thing going on this episode, something that we've never done ever so far we've been recording. As we record this podcast, we are going to open up the phone number voicemail line, and if you would like to talk to us, me and Mark and Jake, you call in the show, and if you call in the show, we will answer and we will talk baseball a little bit, uh, something we've never done, but something that I am excited to do, Mark. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait to see what the people have to say. So we are tweeting that link out right now. We are going to get started with our regular topics, but if we do get a call, we will pause and just kind of go from there. That voicemail line is 203-936-9165 if you're watching in the future and you want to call us too. Or leave a voicemail. The line is always open, right? Yeah, always open. So, DM, whoa, whoa, DMs are open too. Let's get that out of the oh, way. Oh, boy. Let's get that out of the way. Both caught looking and Mark's DMs yeah. are no, no, mine are Mark's DMs are not My open. DMs are never open. DMs are never it's a ever box. open. It's an it's it's an otter box. <laughs> no, I said it's a lock box, not an otter box. <laughs> <laughs> you fool! I've, I've never had an otter box. They're a little bit too expensive for me. I don't, I don't like how bulky they are. I think they're like I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I like I like the case I have. Simple. Speaking easy, of, awesome, uh, bulky. <laughs> Speaking of bulky, we have some bulky proclamations to make, right? We're going to get started with a new segment that we call Proclamations, and we are going to proclaim something that seems absolutely ridiculous, but is definitely 100% going to happen, and we're just smarter than everybody else. Yeah. That's what's going on right now. What's your first proclamation in Major League Baseball? Um, So I've been uh, pretty disappointed by... Paul Goldschmidt, and and last year, I buried him. This was the worst thing that happened last year. Yeah, I buried him. He's hitting like the worst one, thing you said all yeah, year. He's hitting like one ninety in. Uh, it must have been June. I mean, it wasn't this late into the season, but he was not doing well. And all of a sudden, I came on. I said, 
Paul Goldschmidt sucks. I said, Paul, you suck. And he said, Mark, no, you suck. <laughs> and he turned the and tables on me. He probably had the best two weeks of his life. Two weeks, dude. He had the best, like... Yeah, three months three to months, end the season. Honestly, because he, he almost he was almost in the MVP conversation. Yeah, he he brought. The, I mean, Arizona died in the water kind of after their hot start, but yeah. he was one of their few bright spots late in the season, and he got he put one on me. But this year, um, it's happening. Paul Goldschmidt is turning it around again. He's gonna hit now by the end of the season two eighty five thirty five bombs. I feel like that's a a fair spot to be in. So um, he's he's going to he's going to go back to his old self but not going to go off. Right. Well, he's too deep in the hole to have a great season. He can't, you know, he's probably not going to hit over 300. That's unreasonable. He'd have to hit like 380 the rest of the season. He's in 247 right now. So he's going to tick up hit over 300 the rest of the season easily, I feel like. I feel like he's going to have an explosive second half. So that that's my first one. Paul Goldschmidt hits I'll say 300 in the second half. 20 home runs. That's reasonable, but still compared to his first this first half of his season that is a very bold proclamation. Yeah. Yeah. But possible. Very no. possible, I yeah. feel. I have one for you that is um it, it's 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 a little bit out there. But I've thought about it. And there are two people that I want to single out in this. Anyways, my proclamation is that the Colorado Rockies will have an MVP this year. Really? Absolutely. Either Nolan Arenado or Charlie Blackmon is going to win the MVP, and Blackman is more likely to win the MVP. He won't win the MVP. I'm going to poke a hole right in this. You know why? He's Have you seen his bit. home road splits? Doesn't matter. It's if you hit – I'm sorry. You cannot hit 360, 350 in a year. Not that he's hitting that now. I'm saying if he continues to hit like that. Right. And just because your home and road splits are bad and you're in Colorado, you're going to win the MVP. Dude, there is a significant difference between Coors Field this year and Coors Field in past years. They're batting. I think uh, players have a slugging percentage like .85 higher. Wow. No, or or .085. I don't don't know the exact numbers. That's not all then. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's somewhere in that range, though. Oh, somewhere in the range (laughs) of 0% to 85%. Thanks. I... I, I don't know exactly what it, what the the uh, splits are, but it's drastic. And yeah, but it's Coors Field. You expect that. Like it doesn't. I I don't really care because if you're hitting 360, that's that's unreasonably good. But not when there's a Christian Yelich or a Cody Bellinger. Yeah. Yes, but I just don't know. So you're all right. You're going Bellinger's bold. You're going bold. I'm sorry. Yes. I, I'm sorry. It's, it's you're going bold, bold because obviously you're going like, bold. the safe picks right now are Bell, Bellinger and Yelich. Right. You're going bold. I'm going out on a limb. I, I like think that. it's going to happen. Yeah. You know what? All right. I'm coming around. I'll say Arnado has a better shot than Blackman though. That's Arnado where I disagree. Arnado has a better shot just because he's played more and he'll be the same. Right. But everyone's gonna look at Arnado's stats and be like, "Whoa, those are MVP stats." And they're gonna look at Colorado and they're gonna be like, "Oh, all right." Like, yeah. I guess so. But yeah. he could win it basically most years. Yeah. He, I mean, you look at the past three years if. He's playing in any other. If you put him on the Yankees, which is a still hitter friendly ballpark, oh yeah, if he does give him that fan base, and then yeah, let him he's put up winning. He, numbers. He's winning it every year. Yeah, I was gonna say he won three MVPs already. Yeah, like, it's because he's in Colorado, and that's just, I hate that. You know, I get it, 
but it's just a shame. It's not like these players had a choice. Like Arnado, now he did. He signed now. Right. But he came up. He didn't have a choice. He just mashed the shit out of the ball. I mean, the only the only thing you could say is you want to see him do it away from home as well. Like if he is batting as consistently, like he can be obviously be better at home. That's just a better stadium to hit in. But if his road splits are good, like where you're looking at that as like that's not it doesn't even have to be MVP level, but it has to be all-star level on the road. And he has those exceptional numbers in Coors. Then I think, I mean, his defense is how the best are, at third base. How bad besides Chapman. Are, is Blackmont's splits? They're bad. Like really bad. 100 points bad? Like, uh, you fill up time because I'm going to fucking get these stats right. up right Well, now. I'm just saying because Arnado and Blackmont are on a Rockies team that, yes, like the Dodgers are taking off. But the Rockies are still going to make a wild card. I genuinely believe that. And Blackmon has been hitting unreal. You know, he hit 412 this past month with 10 home runs. 412? I, I don't care what the splits are. That's unbelievable. Do you want to hear? No. This is unbelievable. Ready for this? Yep. So, Charlie Blackman, in 31 games at home, uh, he has 10 doubles, 6 triples, 16 home runs. 36 RBIs, and he's hitting 456. Now, are you ready for are him at home? Are you kidding Wait, me? On base percentage, 510. Slugging percentage, 971. He has a 1.480 OPS. That's unheard of. Oh, my now God. Here's the, it's like the show. Now, here's a way. Um, four home runs, 20 RBIs. Nice, 420. Um <laughs> <laughs> Two thirty six, two thirty six batting average, two seventy two on base, three eighty two slugging, six fifty three OPS. Oh my god! So that yeah, that is the most different player. I honestly, I was not. I knew the splits were bad. I did not know they were that bad. Four fifty six at home is unbelievable. That is just. How do you? That's, that's I'm telling you, Colorado's different. That's like that's double. why people don't vote Colorado MVPs. I that right that, there. But it's. It's just the like the air, the home runs I get, and the field is a little bit bigger, but the Marlins field is big, and you know like they don't have the players like the Rockies do, but that means like anyone can can do that. Yeah, I mean the 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 altitude has an effect on the ball, dude. No, no doubt that the altitude has an effect on the ball because the balls are also juiced, which true. probably true. like true. Why would they do that? And we, our first. Voicemail. We have a caller. Our first on caller. The line. Shit. Um, so we are going to answer the call, and this is live, and we'll get back to the other segment after that. How you doing, caller? How you doing? Good. What's your question, man? Uh, my question is, what do the New York Mets need to do to get back over 500 after the All Star break and make a break for the playoffs? Um, listen, man, you called the right guy for this question. <laughs> I'll tell you that much, but. The, what they need to do is what they started to do yesterday. Okay. Keep Steven Matz in the bullpen. Keep him in the bullpen for the rest of the year. If you win maybe this series against the Yankees and you take two out of three, you're sitting at about five and a half out of the wild card. Now, Brody was in win-now mode, but he is not going to get you anything good. You have to get what you can for Wheeler. You call up Clint Frazier because he's not getting any more Major League time if somehow they work out that deal, which seems unlikely. 
but you never know. If you get Clint Frazier, I don't know, man. It, it's There's really no way besides a miracle that they're getting back in it. But you got to believe. You got to believe. You gotta believe. <laughs> no, seriously, though, the Mets are dead in the water. They have no chance. It's... It's no, very, it's very. I have not. I have not given up, but I've given mostly up. Yeah, I'm close. It, I'm, it's very. I'm close. letting go. Yeah, KFC did. KFC did do that. So, but yes, he did. Yeah, but I'm not there yet. I, I'm very, very close to there. Yeah. If Vargas should be gets there. bombed tonight, I, we might be done. We might be canceled. I'm yeah. rooting for the Mets. Let's hope he does it. I'm rooting for Mets. I got DeGrom and Syndergaard on my fantasy team. I need both of them to be exceptional. Hopefully Syndergaard gets traded, honestly. But that's, yeah, a, that's an issue for that's, another that's day. That's an issue for a different day. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Call. You are the first caught looking caller ever, so we are going to give you an autograph of the three of us. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much. No problem. <laughs> Have a good day. Have a good one. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, we're getting back to the, the proclamations here. Um, I'm going to go. Go ahead. Here we go. So, uh, Twins got off to a hot start this year. Uh, yep. Young team, inexperienced manager. Good team. Yeah. No, good team. Good. You're right. Good team. They made a lot of off-season acquisitions, and they've they they've ended up working. They quietly went for it. Yeah, and and it's been it's been a raging success so far. But there's an old dog in that division that's coming. Oh boy. The Indians are waking up. Oh boy. They're they're getting there. They're eight eight back right now. So this lot. is bold. The Indians are going to win the AL Central. I do not agree with you right there, man. All right. But Kluber on his way back right yeah, now. I know. Bieber's one of the best pitchers in the AL. Okay. Like, you don't argue with that because nope, he is. He, he's a very good pitcher. He is. Um, Clevenger's on he's his way back from injury. Yeah, he's been disappointing. Bauer. He's Bauer. Bauer. He's yeah. Bauer. He's going to be fine. Like he's he, He's not been great this year, but he's going to – He's going to pick that's his, not, his game up. Yeah. I have no problem with that pitching rotation. That's, yeah. most, that's better than most of and the MLB. And this is, right now, they are, I think, eight games over 500. And Jose Ramirez is hitting, what, 224? 217. 217. So. That's not good. He's going, he's a career, at least 300 hitter, 290, 280. He's going to get close to that. All right. Another call. Oh, here we, we go. We do have another caller here, so we are going to. Uh, zone in on that caller for a sec. What's your name, caller? Where are you Tom, from? This is Tom from uh, East Windsor. How you doing, Tom from East Windsor? What's your question? I just want to know what's your take on the uh, London series. You think it's good for baseball or what? That's a good question. A and, good question. you know, I'm for the London series, and I wasn't for the Yankees-Red Sox at first because you're taking two games out of both either Boston or New York. Uh, Boston was the home team, I think. They might have gone one and one. But taking those games out of the United States, which is obviously the biggest market for baseball by far, those are two big games, especially because they could have been big games down the stretch. And home field is so, so much in those two series. The Red Sox Sox did lose two games in a row, and they were the home team. So I don't know if they got gypped. I'm saying the Yankees didn't earn it. But it was a very different stadium, first of all. Oh, yeah, obviously. You scored so many runs, yeah. which was good for viewership. I yeah. guarantee you that there are, there are people in 
uh, ones and they're like, wow, baseball is pretty cool yeah. because they don't know the, the games that are one nut and two. Yeah, like, yeah, they, they, yeah. They just saw the guy hit the shit out of the ball for yeah. like nine innings. They saw DJ LeMay who literally hit 500. Yeah. Like every that time he was happen. up, he was just he was hitting. But I do like the London series, and I like next year that they're introducing the Cubs and Cardinals. Yeah. Because those are two good teams to like focus on. It's another good rivalry too. Exactly. With history, so it it the yes. London series is good just for expanding baseball, like yeah, getting more different you know eyes on the game it's it, i mean there are certain drawbacks like obviously the red sox and yankees having to actually go overseas and, right. and play baseball yeah, and it's a, it a different been a atmosphere game down the stretch and yeah it could be but at the same time you have to understand that there's 162 games there's 160 other games and there's 30 teams yeah that are that are you right know, you want an interest in all of them I, I, I like next year i like they were doing it next year this is one of the first things that i like that rob manfred did right all right well we can argue about him at different fucking time. Absolutely. But thank you very much, caller. Thank you. You have a good day. You as well. <laughs> All right. We thank you, everyone, for the voicemails that we've gotten so far. Give me a proclamation, Joe. My proclamation. My next proclamation. The Cardinals are winning the NL Central. I love that. I I do not know what's wrong. I mean, I know what's wrong. They're, they haven't pitched well. Um. They just lost their closer for the year. Um, I don't. You feel you know that the Cardinals are going to heat up at some point. They do this every year. They play subpar baseball, and then something happens that just serves them. Last year it was Matt Carpenter, and he's out till the uh, the All Star break. But that's not that far away. It could be him again. It could be somebody else exploding for that team. I don't think they're going to stay bad for long. Well, I mean they. They also have a tremendous core of young pitchers that are yeah. having the like the worst rough patch sophomore slumps for Jack Flaherty and even Miles Michaelis, a guy who's taking a step backwards, but we think he's a better pitcher than how he's pitching right now. Right. So there there are certain guys that you expect to do better. Goldschmidt being one that I expect. Carpenter obviously needs to step up as well. Right. I mean, e- even guys like Yadier Molina has not been, you know, they need him to step up. They need him to take a bigger but role. You as much as be in the position of expecting Yadier Molina to carry I, that much of the. I break. understand, but where they are now, they need him, and they he, do. So he needs to step up, and not that he's doing badly, but if they want to go on a run, they need Yadier Molina to be like uh, the best catcher in the yeah, MLB. They do, and you know Carlos Martinez can always just explode, right? Like, and like I mean, he he was a top prospect. And, no, and you mean Alex Reyes. No, no, no. Alex Reyes is done. You think he's done? For, for isn't he done for the year? I don't know. If I don't. He is or I don't think so. I think, I think he's. I'm talking about Carlos Martinez because he was an ace like two years ago. Well, yeah, but he's in the. He's going to be their closer now. I I know, but I, see, this is. But I like him as their closer. That's a I, good I closer it. to I have. Like it. He throws hard. He he usually only goes. But like he, five and, and he's times. had arm injuries, so why not limit that and just be like, all right, not be dominant in short spurts. They have the need, but it would have been better had they not had to do that. And Jordan Hicks would stay healthy. Then you put Carlos Martinez in your rotation. I don't know. I like I like Martinez even with Jordan Hicks back out of the bullpen because then you have. I mean, you got to think Andrew Miller eventually is going to get back to where he's not a four ERA pitcher. I don't know if he's going to be a one point eight. You no, know, he's not but exceptional, he's, he's, but he can be better. a two point eight where he's good. You know, and he's reliable to get. You know, at least a lefty on lefty out, like yeah. at the very minimum. And then you have John Gant, who's taken a, a big leap forward this year, although he did. He's scuffled a little bit lately, but yeah. but he has looked good. I, yeah, he's looked really good. You add Carlos Martinez and Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks. I mean, I know he's out for the you know extended future, but you come back with 
a guy who throws 104 yeah. and a guy who throws 98, 99 with good movement and electric stuff that was a yeah. dominant starting pitcher when he was you know, at his peak. But what I'm saying right now is they need him. They should need him for more than just being a closer. They don't have the depth in their rotation, and they're not a team that's going to go out and get an ace this year. They could get Mad Bum. I just I don't see that. I don't see that as a plausibility. I think that if they were doing well with what they had right now, right, they'd get they get Mad Bum. But because of the situation, even though I think they're good, I think they're going to win the division. I don't think that they think they they're are like going to go for it. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I get what you're saying, but even if they don't, I think the way their team is currently. Uh, put together i mean michael Walker's had the worst year of his career like jack flaherty's been terrible so far michael has took a step back they've had so many things fall the other way where some of that's going to correct itself i don't know if all of them are but i think jack flaherty is going to be he's going to be good a better pitcher in the second half i think he's just going to be a even if it's a little bit better he's going to show signs of dominance because he has ever all the making of it Michaelis is going to start correcting some of his home run numbers. That those are out of control. And this is this is something that I've brought up before. Mike, uh, I'm way more worried about uh, Michaelis than uh, Flaherty. Flaherty's oh, absolutely be good. Yeah, Michaelis. The first year that you come back from Japan, yeah, is different. Usually your best year yeah. for whatever reason. Like the first year of any uh, uh, anyone that's come over from Japan, you Darvish was very good when he came over yeah. here. Tanaka Matsuzaka. was great. Daisuke Matsuzaka was an all-star when he... Yeah. Thames, when he came back yeah. from Japan yeah. just last year, had a, a to- like he just tore the cover off the ball yeah. for two and a half months. Yeah. And then he cooled down, but this is this is what happens. That's why I'm worried about Mikolas. I We yeah. don't know a lot about him yet. He's been around a long time. He's I think he's like 28 years old. Oh, yeah. He's, and he he's just came back. He just got good enough. And he had a great year. And I, I, I think that he has the capabilities of doing it again. He's good location it's pitcher. Not that's a ba- thing. Exactly. And he needs to get back to spotting the ball on a dime like he did. Because that's how he's going to succeed. He's right. not going to be And I, I, I think he will. I think he he has the ability to. You clearly saw it last year. I mean, he did. last year he his case to walk was amazing. And he's not a strikeout pitcher. Yeah. He didn't average you know 11 Ks per nine. It the was, thing is, also, he didn't walk anyone. They looked at him to be like the their ace. This year. They can't, yeah, you can't do that. No, that's not fair. That's to too him. much pressure on a yeah. guy who, who just, just had a Japan. career year. Yeah, like just was his first year of being productive. Yeah, that's now so you're bad, now you're putting man. the whole like, weight of the rotation on him. I agree. Yeah. I agree. They should have went out and and got someone like Keuchel, who sat on the market for so long. Yeah, they could have used someone like that. Right. Even if Keuchel's been an ace before, he's not. Maybe he's not ace caliber, but you could put him in there and be yeah, like, you can at least that's another. Even at his worst, he's another Miles Michaelis. Exactly. He's another guy who's solid. Who's and you, solid. You trust. I don't know. Keuchel, who struggled immediately after winning that Cy Young, I don't know if he's ever finished with below a four. Right. Yeah, any ERA below a four is productive. And you shouldn't. that's what they should have asked of Mikolas. Right. You can't expect that again, what happened last year. I'm not saying that he can't do it again. You just can't expect it again. Yeah, you can't bank on that. You cannot. He's not a first-round pick. Right. Right? It could be a fluke. Not saying that it is, but you have to prepare like it's a fluke. You can't make him your ace. No, and you don't. I I don't necessarily think it's you have to prepare like it's a fluke. What you have to do is get a guy who stabilizes your rotation. Yes, exactly. Gives you some veteran presence. A guy. I mean, Keiko's one of like it. You could go on forever about. How the Cardinals messed up not signing Dallas Keuchel or even another pitcher that was out there. I mean, dude, Lance Lynn could have yeah. came back, and it. I mean, he's good. I know. We buried him, and I he's know good. 
Oh my God! Good, good for Lance Lynn. Good, good for, him. for him. I mean, that, in Texas too, where he I was, thought. And the thing is, he was good with the Yankees, and like we. Yeah, he was like, like okay, like he wasn't they that put him bad. In the bullpen, so we were like, oh, he sucks. He yeah, suck. He, yeah. The Yankees were just good. I, I'll say this though: Jay Happ got hated on last year way too much, and this year he's bad. But last he's year been, he wasn't bad. He's so I bad still stand year. by that trade. The Yankees are probably going to put him in the bullpen. They I don't should. think he would stay bad, but he doesn't have like they they don't have the space for him to pitch. Basically, I mean, they, they, at least in the starting rotation, they I just mean, don't. They need him. I feel like in the rotation, though, they don't have any like. Oh, Paxton's a lefty, so you don't need another lefty in the rotation. Yeah, but you have Paxton, Tanaka, Herman, and eventually Severino. Eventually, he's out until late August. Yeah, but going down the stretch, I. Oh yeah, in the playoffs, he won't be starting. Right, I don't think half. Oh of yeah, yeah. All right, if that's where you're going, then yeah, I agree. He won't. I, I mean, if J-Hap starts a playoff game. The that, Yankees yeah. are gonna lose. I know. <laughs> like, that, like that's that can't happen. Like he's a good pitcher, but you no, can't. actually they probably won't lose because I mean one through nine they have the best lineup I've ever seen. This is honestly that's the best lineup I've ever seen. Th- yeah, that, what's gone on the past couple months? Like them just getting everyone the cover. Like Do they have thirty two like, games the at a home run. Ev- think about they they're getting the most out of most people, but yeah. they still can get better than this. Right? Do they like, don't even have about, Giancarlo? They don't have Giancarlo Stanton. And Carnacion hasn't done anything for them. The and Duhar's gone. And Duhar's gone. <laughs> but then LeMahieu hits 312. Luke Voigt's a good first baseman. You and who's hurt now. Yeah. But you but do you still have Edwin. You still have Edwin. And you have Clint Frazier just waiting. Just waiting <laughs> like, in minor leagues. Like, better than most major league people. Better than Brett Gardner. Players. And they still have oh, Brett yeah. Gardner, who's like, okay. And Brett Gardner is the most tenured Yankee now. Yeah. He's been with them eleven years, I think. I know. That's crazy. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, that's that's just nuts. I know. I mean, hey, good good for the good for the Yankees. They they put together a fucking squad. I mean, you you like seeing they did. a dominant team like that. As much as I hate the fucking Yankees, it's cool to see a team that has a lineup that They're you are, it's a murderer's row. It's really like baseball is really this wasn't always the case and it's not always the case. It flip-flops back and forth. Right now, it's whoever has the most money to throw at the best players is going to win right now because yeah. we don't have natural farm system teams the indians were one they're kind of yeah the this year this this year specifically it seems like it's the dodgers it's, it's the yankees the yankees it's it, it's it, who else uh, <laughs> it's the braves the, the astros the astros the astros are the, the last twins homegrown. no See, the astros are the last homegrown team to, yeah um, they get they, they well no dude i'm telling you the indians are gonna be a factor yeah, I'm not denying that they're a factor. I just don't think that they're in the same category as the Dodgers or the Yankees at all this year. I mean, they, yeah, they could maybe win a playoff series, but they're. I I don't think that they're going to. I don't think they're going to. I think that this year it's whoever spent the most money, which happens every half year, I'd say. And the Yankees and Dodgers. It's probably going to be a Yankees Dodgers World Series. I hope it's not. I hope I'm wrong, but I. Probably, no, that'd be cool. I, like, that's probably the most likely. That would be cool though. Yankees Dodgers like that's. A- Big money, it's fucking exactly. World Series. It's a bidding war, and that's what that's. But, but that's who's gonna win this year. I'm that you. would be good for baseball in general. If you get L.A. and New York, that's. I mean, unless it's L.A. and Chicago. I mean, uh, New York and Chicago. That would be the biggest World Series you could possibly get. The Cubs and the Yankees, I think. You think but, so? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think the Dodgers are, are a bigger team, but I think more people, more casual fans, would be like, I want to see the Cubs versus the Yankees, and then the Dodgers versus the Yankees. Yeah. Think about if the Cubs never won. Oh my god! That would be but dude, the most. fuck! Ah, stop talking about the Cubs, dude. I'm getting angry. I am still not over fucking. And the Cubs are homegrown too, and they're kind of 
Well, they're they're a little bit of a mix, I guess. But they're kind of getting worse, to be honest. How do you blow a three one lead? It's dude, it's it's like two years ago. Just get over it. It's so it's, hard. It's done. I know it's hard. I did, no, you I, don't know it's hard. I they dealt were a with win. It no, the year before. No, no, you didn't, because you weren't a win away. You didn't like dude, I remember being like, We are going to win the World Series. Could you like, like could you imagine not being like not being a Red Sox fan and thinking that like because they win all the time your team's gonna win the world series right like, like that's the best thing it was ever. and they lost and then they lost they fell apart and dude Rajay Davis like hit that home run like I there's a part of me that wishes he didn't hit that home run yeah because yeah. it that made it so much worse. it was like they sucked me back in it was mm, I love them oh, god damn it it's, it's, it's that, that's that yeah is. that's tough but you know what I'm not a Mets fan, so it's not the worst. Um, You're not wrong. So, anyway, my last proclamation here. Um, Mike Trout is universally accepted as the best player going right now, and I'm here yeah. to throw caution to that wind. Christian Yelich is the best baseball player going right now. I, I don't think wow. Mike Trout is, like, I think Mike Trout is the better player in the ne- for the next five years, yes, but snapshot right now, Christian Yelich, I would rather have him on my team from the All-Star break to the end of the season into the postseason than Mike Trout. I think you, he is you have on to that level. At the past 162 games that Christian Yelich has put up, it's, it's like MVP times a million type it's numbers. Like it's, some prime A-Rod numbers like he, without uh, steroids. 57 home runs. 162 RBIs? No. Nah, something like that? 150-something? I'll find it right now. Give me one e- second. Either way, that is just unbelievable that someone could put that up in a season. And it, this happened like after he was good. He was de- he was good. But it, this past year, I don't know what changed, but he's just he's the best player in baseball right now. He really is. Over uh, Mike Trout. Yeah, he, I mean, he has right to be. Now. Not like tomorrow he's not he might not be. But right now he is. I I yeah I agree. I think he has to be because you you can't just because he's Mike Trout doesn't mean he's automatically the best player going. He is obviously one of the best players, and there's no denying that. If you're going for the next again next five years, I would say next ten years, Mike Trout was your pick. Yeah, like 100 percent of the time, yeah. Mike Trout's going to go down as the better player. But right now, Christian Yelich has the the crown. He is. The guy that is, yeah, that's the best way of looking at it. Trout's obviously going to go down as the better player, right? In his career, there's no doubt about that. But but Yelich right now, like people will people will forget in ten years that Yelich was better than Trout for right. a short period of for, time for this year. It, yeah, it'll be this. this year. It'll be this actually probably the last year and a half. Yeah, because it, it'll be the second half of last year. Yelich was easily the best player. I feel like I carried I, them. I've never well, not ever, but yeah. I've never really seen. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, Stanton did something similar, but Yelich hit for average when he did it. And the crazy thing is, it was leading a playoff push. Yeah, that's the difference. He won them the division. That's what wins them the MVP. That's what wins a guy an MVP. I agree. In my opinion, I mean, I, I think Trout obviously he hasn't been afforded the chance to go on a deep playoff run, and that and that's there's nothing he can do about that. But at some point, where your team ends up has to play some some factor in, in the MVP. Twenty fifteen. The Mets got Yohannes Cespedes July 31st of that year. He finished fourth in the NL in MVP vote. Right. 
Like that, 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 a half season can win you an MVP right. or come close to winning you and an MVP. And Yelich had a good season before. Yeah, that he was, I think he was an All Star. Yeah, he was an All Star. Yeah, so and but then he just became unbelievable, and he's been exactly that level for not even he didn't even take like a week off. He's just been consistently. I know amazing. the only time he took a week off was when he got hurt. Yeah, and he got hurt. And then he got hurt this year, and he's he still the MVP. This year, he has thirty home runs before the All Star break. Thirty one. Thirty one. He won last night. He's had two two straight. Two games. Are you serious? Yeah, he's had two, uh, like oh two home runs his last God. two games. If Yelich hits sixty home runs, then people will agree with us. Oh, you have to. No, if if Yelich hits fifty and has thirty steals, yeah, that's the best that's season Barry we've Bonds. seen in the last fifteen years. That's Barry Bonds. Yeah, it has to be. Uh, and and if God forbid he hits three fucking ten. Yeah. Like who who's Oh, and he's going to hit higher than that. Yeah, he's that's what I'm like 340 right now. I know. Well, that I'm just pro- saying. That'll probably fall a little bit. But not you have to not think. shorter than like 310, 320. I, I mean, I, I, unless he hits a wall, but I mean, right now again, right now I'm saying Christian Yelich is the fucking is guy. such a spur of the moment sport. Oh, I love it. Like you can love a guy one day and be like he's like honestly one of the best players in the world right now. And then three weeks later, you're like, this guy sucks. Yeah, like, like look at DJ LeMahieu. I bet you. Yeah. Three weeks ago, we wouldn't have said DJ LeMahieu. Or a month ago, we wouldn't have said DJ LeMahieu. You know, he, we knew what he right. is. We'd be like, oh, he's Charlie just... Blackman, the same way for me. True. True. I mean, those are those are guys that you don't think of as great, great players. And then they go off and you're like, whoa, we got to take notice of this guy. And the thing is, so many people in Major League Baseball have that capability. Oh, because there's so many different there's teams, so many, so many different yeah. stars. And there's so many good players. Right, exactly. Sometimes, like, one of them just gets lividly hot like, for a week. if Ronald Acuna Jr. gets hot within the next three, you know, say right at the end of July, like and until the end of July. very, very good right now. We would be like, we'd be like, we'd be like he's the best player going. Yeah. He'd we, be like, he's the best player right Yeah, now. exactly. Then, baseball is a spur of the It's moment fickle. Sport. It's fickle in terms of the, the number one. But that is also Like, number why, one A, because Trout That's also why one. Mike Trout will forever be like universally the best players right because he's so consistent you he will never ever i don't think hit below 280 in his career i mean not one year yeah i would say i mean he's just so fucking good and And he he has such a good eye runs every year he's healthy yeah it's just i mean yeah and he could he could be a 40 40 guy if he like oh yeah absolutely if you put him on a team that like the angels gotta build something around him jesus they're not that bad this year they are playing they have otani dude that's Otani huge. is huge. They have the like number four prospect in the MLB, Joe Adele. He's yeah. good. And they are they're dealing with something right now too. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean so, that's it's it's. I don't want to put too much pressure on them immediately because you know like whoever whoever they react. No, no, not. But it's fair to judge how they've played so far. I mean, I'm talking about not, in a in a baseball sense. I mean, the Tyler Skaggs news it takes a, it is way bigger than baseball. Of course. But yeah. if if I'm trying to escape the world and and just. Like talk about Sit baseball. Talk about baseball. Uh, I'm gonna. I I want the Angels to be good because I want to see Mike Trout. Like uh, yeah. you know, and you and always do. Yeah, and exactly. They haven't been good really for any year of his career. They haven't been very. They good. They made They've the playoffs once. He doesn't have yeah. a playoff hit. He doesn't have yeah, in the playoffs. Because he's like 0 for four with this. No, he's like 0 for 11. Oh, he had a series. I thought it was a wild card game. No, no, they they played a series. They won a division. Um, I think it might have been before the second wild card. How long is Trout been in the league? Seven years. He's been, he came up in twenty twelve, so seven years. No, yeah, the, no. He they won, they, a division. Win a division. they won a division. They won a division. They did. Yeah, they had With to. Who? Hamilton. 
was, was I think it was like their first year with Hamilton. They they won like ninety three games. I'm, I I think they, I don't I don't know. We they have, definitely played a playoff we have to series. Fact though. check that. But what, they anyways, played a playoff series. They're though. not. They're just not good. They haven't been good for a long time. Did they win a wild card game? I'm telling you, it was a wild card game. Hold on. All right. Well, uh, I'll look Maybe at this. Maybe it was later. the wild card series, and they lost. No, it couldn't have been the wild card series. It's only one the game. Wild card series, like when one wild card team. Oh uh, no, that's what I'm saying. But I, the I think the second wild card came in in 2012. No, it was 2011, first right? First one was Chipper Jones, right? He, that was first one was game. 2011. When was, I thought that was 2013. We are debating this right now. We should, probably should know it. And everyone's like, these guys are so dumb. We're noobs. Because we're just talking about it. We could easily just go on our phones and look it up. They I'm, probably already looked it up. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now, guys. Don't worry. Angels' last playoff win. 2014, they made the divisional round. Did against they? the Kansas City Royals when the Royals lost to, to the, the Giants. Giants. Wow. I think they got swept, if I remember correctly. Yeah, lost 3-0, totally. So that's three at-bats in the playoffs for Mike Trout. No, no. seven-year career. No, or no, no. 11 at-bats. Yeah, I think 11 three or 12. Games. Three, three games, games worth of hitless baseball. Which is... Kind of disappointing. Yeah, but you can't really judge three No, games. I Yeah, the guy could You gotta go at least like I mean, five, and that was the Royals. Six. They went to the World Series. They were a pretty miracle team. That, they played the wild card game. Didn't they, they did. play the Oakland? They did. They and they came Oakland. back. It was like a crazy game. Yep. So then the Angels obviously won the division. Yep. Fuck you. They did. <laughs> they did. All right. All right. We got to do power rankings. We do have to do power rankings. Before I want to do power rankings, I do have one segment. I think we should have power rankings until like towards the end. All right. That's fine. I want to pick MVPs. Oh. I want to pick Cy Youngs. Okay. I want to pick Rookie of the Years. I want to pick Manager of the Years. And then I want to pick the exact opposite of those things. I want to go the worst player so far this year, the worst pitcher. I'll give you the worst manager. manager. I like that. And the, I the know yours. I know your worst manager. Oh, I'm sure you know my worst manager. <laughs> oh man. But let's start in the MVP category. And let me hear your picks for AL MVP. Um, after I just said he's the second best player in the MLB, I'm I gotta go Trout. I mean, it, yeah, I guess we don't spend a lot of time. On for, that. Like Trout, he's just so he, fucking yeah, he, good. He does it all, dude. Like he he is unbelievably good. So don't get my words twisted on that proclamation that I don't think Mike Trout's good. I, I think he's no, I get it. the best player we've ever seen. Yeah. But right now he's not. Right, right. Which now, is Yelich in the moment? Yeah, because baseball is such a spur of the moment thing. Yeah, Yelich will be better for like. I don't know how long it'll last. Right, it's just but he's right, better right now. Just right he's this better. moment. And definitely not forever. I'll just give you my NL MVP as well, and it's Christian Yelich. Yep. Not Cody Bellinger. Okay. That's fair enough. I forgot I had one more proclamation. Oh, just get it in. MVP just race. get it in. Charlie now, Blackman. I do think the Rockies are still going to win MVP. But down the stretch, there is going to be an MVP candidate from the NL that's not on the Rockies. And it's not going to be. Well, I mean, Cody Bellinger and Christian Yelich are going to be in it. It's not going to be them, though. Pete Alonso is going to be in the MVP conversation. Okay. I want to know who's going to win MVP. Don't give me well, I don't, Pete Alonso's in the conversation, on, Joe. Okay? All right, fine. I am going with Nolan Arnauto to win MVP. All right, I like that. But it, I, you know, I know that he's going to get overlooked in cores. He should win the MVP. I know I'm going to look at his numbers at the end of the season and say he should win the MVP. Right. No, I, I I can get behind that though. I mean, he's he's a good player. But Pete Alonso will be in it. I I like that you are very enthusiastic about Pete Alonso. I think he's a fucking stud. Yeah. And so to transition, yeah, he's the NL Rookie of the Year. How about that? 
That's my rookie of the year pick for the NL. Yeah, I think that's, that's obvious. That's a lock pretty much right now. I mean, I Soroka is very good. He's got it. And, and if Paddock could can get innings and get back to where he was in April and May. I don't think he can pass Alonzo at this point. Yeah, I, I don't either. I don't either. But, I mean, Pete Alonzo is pretty like he's he's Alonso is man right now second in the major leagues in home runs yeah no he's great he's I, fifth or sixth in RBIs and he's batting 281 no yeah he's he's and he, is, you see him hit and you're like holy yeah, shit this guy is a mammoth yeah and if, all right I'll change my if he doesn't win MVP he's not gonna win MVP this year if he's not in the conversation this year he will be next year because if they give him Anybody, and I and I mean anybody. Like if Robinson Cano is a fraction of his former self, hitting behind him in the three hole while he hits in the two hole, or vice versa, or even Cespedes comes back, he's going to have protection in the lineup, and he's going to be really, really good. He's hitting with nobody behind him right now. Yeah, but Joe, it's the Mets. It, yeah, but you this is the thing. It doesn't matter that it's the Mets. Like he's a good player. No, he is. You're right, but he's probably. I don't see him in the MVP conversation right now. Right now, I see him as very close to in the MVP conversation. I don't. His his home run numbers, you have to look at it. Yeah, his home run numbers are tremendous. And his RBI numbers are not that far off. Those are the two biggest stats. I don't care what you say. Like, average is big. I don't care what you say. Yeah, but I like looking at OPS. Like, how. I mean, he. And I'm sure. I was going to say, I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has a great. But, dude, Christian Yelich and Cody Bellinger have over 1,000 OPS. 1.142. You're right. Right now, it's a two-dog race. I don't anticipate... Bellinger, I anticipate slowing down. I do. I think he's a great player. I think he's going to win an MVP in the future. It's not this year. Yelich is close to winning it. Someone on the Rockies, Arenado Blackmon, they're going to be in the conversation, too. But so is Pete Alonso. All right. Get off Pete Alonso, all right? But he's rookie of the year in the NL. AL, I have a difficult time... Even coming up with a with a rookie of the year, it's a little bit tougher. Uh, Brandon Lau is pretty good. He is. Um, Oscar Mercado for the Indians has been pretty good since he came up. Yeah. Um, other than that, like I have, I mean, the obvious one at the beginning of the year was Vlad Jr. He's but he's okay. not. Yeah, he hasn't been rookie of the year. Yeah. We got to throw Tatis Jr. in that NL Rookie of the Year conversation as well. You know, if he never got hurt, he would definitely be in it. But he, he I think, well, up. he's still got three months to prove himself. If he You're does right. well over the next three months or two right. months, whatever, he's going to be a very, very good player. Remember what we said at the beginning of this year? We were like, why did the Padres sign Machado to play third base? Like, how good is this Tatis kid? He is fucking good, dude. I'm just going to say, uh, Joe, you were wrong about the Padres. They're a competitive team. Like I said, they would be. They're competitive, but they're not going to win more than eighty games, eighty-two games. No, they're, they're gonna, gonna. I said eighty-five. They're not going to win eighty-five games. They're still not going to win eighty-five games. We'll they will soon, but not this year. You don't think? They don't have the pitching this year, whatsoever. I don't, I don't they know have if so many one young pitchers on the Padres rotation besides Paddock, who's on an innings limit, that I would take and be like, "Here, win me a game right now." Right. You have to do that to win eighty-five games. I don't think that's true because their offense games is won the division for the Indians last year. Yeah, but 85 games is not going to win the division against the... It might, but it might make a wild card. No, nah, but they're going to bully on Arizona, I think, for the rest of the season, and San Francisco. Bully. So I think I think the Padres, I think they can win 85 games. It's, it's not completely out of the equation, I guess, anymore. 
But I still have to stick to my gut, and I still don't think that they're an 85-win team. I think that they will be next year. I think they'll be a World Series contender in two, three years. If they if they make they the right moves, one, trade for some they pitching, need they need one, one ace. I mean, they, and they, uh, they have well, Mackenzie Gore. They, they have they, Mackenzie Gore, who's their top prospect. We'll see. They need, but they need to surround their young talent because I'm assuming that they have a lot of prospects that are. Pitchers. They have the best farm system. Still. I know. That's what I mean. I know. So I'm sure they have great pitchers. They need to surround them with like one or two bona fide aces. Trade for Noah Syndergaard. Something along those yeah, lines. I would, I, yeah. I, I mean, the Padres are, are the interesting team. All right. We're going to go to – well, I'll say my AL Rookie of the Year, Brandon Lau. I think you're probably going to agree with that. I mean, he's he's the best candidate He's the most so easiest far. candidate right now. There, Maybe Eloy. Yeah, Eloy's, Eloy's not that bad. Yeah, he's eating uh, up. What's, uh, Alvarez just came up. Oh, yeah. Al- Alvarez, Alvarez might work his way into that conversation. I didn't even think of him. He, yeah. He's – He's got a he's got a chance. If I mean, obviously, he's got to get the sample sized up. But from I mean, if he not even continues, if he just does well for the rest of the season, yeah, he's he's got that thing because it's open. He does. It's an it's, open it's door. Wide open. Yeah. There's no. There's no. I, I guess Zach Plesac for the Indians has been pretty good too. He has. He got shelled by the Orioles. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's one start. Yeah, you you can't. I mean, so far so good for him. I mean, obviously up until his last hiccup. But I don't think he's a rookie of the year candidate. I'm just throwing out some names. Yeah. There's um, people that could step up. It's only the midseason point. That's why we do this at the beginning, like at the beginning, middle, and end of the season. Right. You, know? you like to see where you, you know, where you track. Um, let's get you on to manager of the year. You know, I think Kevin Cash deserves manager of the year for the Rays. for the for the Tampa Bay Rays. I I think that everybody knew that the Rays were better than they usually are, but nobody saw that last year, and they won 90 games. Then you look at the result of first of all, if we're talking about GM of the year. Their GM wins that too. Yeah, by far. Yeah, he is one of the smartest people in baseball. Yeah, Glass now and Meadows so far. Have been Their farm system is, and this is how you have to do it in Success. Tampa Bay. You know that you cannot get a, a a stud in Tampa Bay. So the fact that this team is good right now is a huge accomplishment. Oh yeah, with huge. a shoestring budget too. Right, and I mean they signed one big free agent all off season, and he's in the Cy Young race. It's Charlie Morton. Oh yeah, the, the, and. To see it all come together with Kevin Cash, it is astonishing because everyone plays. I went. I've been. I've been to a couple of Rays games. I was down in uh, Florida for a little bit. They play with such good chemistry. They know everything. They they don't care about getting the hit for themselves. No, yeah, they keep turning it over. They're a good team. Yeah, you you want to know the other kind of candidate? I think it's got to be Chris Woodward. In, yeah, uh, Texas. The I mean, Rangers that, are very good. Was, I always liked Chris Woodward. We were gonna, gonna, yeah, he was a good little player too. Like yeah. he was, he was a platoon like utility it's, guy. It's but. also very cool. I don't mean to cut you off. It's no, just, yeah. it's just really cool that we're starting to see like people that we saw play as managers. Gabe Kapler, right? Paul and Deli. that's for our generation. I've never seen that before, so no, that's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Alex no, Cora was I like mad, it. Yeah. yeah, I like it's, it. I like I like knowing the the managers and how they were as players. Yeah. But, but Woodward is very good. And and. The the thing about the Rangers is they've they've done it with. Could you name at the beginning of the year a starter besides Lance Lynn and Mike Miner that was like even going to be a factor for them? No, and they and have Miner guys, was decent. Yeah, and and no one thought Mike Miner would be an All Star like caliber pitcher. He's a Cy Young caliber pitcher. Right. right yeah. Now. Exactly. So who I mean who saw that coming? Especially in Texas where the ball flies, flies around. Yeah. So in a year where guys are hitting the more home runs than flying. ever. So. It's bizarre that they've done that, and, and and the crazy thing is, 
for Woodward to get the most out of Joey Gallo, even though he got hurt, is still smashing the ball. Yeah, I, Elvis Andrews is still solid. Shinsu Chu, Willie Calhoun came up and was tearing the ball out of the, the park, and, and, and now uh, he got hurt. He come back up. He's doing well again. There's multiple guys in a ton of depth on this team. Somebody deserves credit for Joey Gallo. I don't know who it is. Maybe it's Chris Woodward. Hit, hitting coach. Hitting coach, well. whoever. But Joey Gallo himself. Jo- Joey Gallo himself. Maybe he, worked, maybe he worked really hard. Everyone knew he couldn't be this type of player. He's turning into it. He is turning into the monster prospect. Oh, yeah. That, that we thought, thought he was going to be. I am very – he's only 25. Yeah. And he was, he's, he's hit a lot of home runs already. If he keeps that average up for the next couple of years, he's going to be one of the best players in the world. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see it, too. He is a monster. Now, the NL. Who's the NL manager of the year? Um, that's tough because the Braves are doing very well. Yeah. The Phillies are not. And I would have picked Gabe Kepler because people were picking him last year. Yeah. Everyone thought he was going to come together. They stink. Joe Madden? No. He, they stink. Is <laughs> the it, is it Dave Roberts? Like, but ah. can you give it to Dave Roberts with all that, with the huge budget that and he the had? Talent, he knew he was going to be like, good. Like, partly, they don't even need a manager. It's usually reserved for the people that don't have a huge budget but are good coaches every single year. Well, and it's also the guys that take the most or get the most out of their teams. And right now, maybe, I mean, this is like, this is kind of out of left field, but David Bell with the Reds has been sneaky they've good. Been, yeah. They've been, they've the been Reds have been, I mean, this is not, he's probably not who is going to win it, and I, I don't think he's been the manager of the year so far, but. If the Reds win 80 games, 82 games, he's, he's got to have looks. he's got to have some consideration considering one how bad they started and two how much young talent he's had to mesh in and and you have guys like uh Nick Senzel getting called up how how does he react and he's been great. They, I mean there's a lot of moving parts with that team. Alex Wood's been hurt. He's gotten the most out of Luis Castillo and not necessarily that the manager gets the most out of the players but yeah for them to be doing this under him he deserves some credit and I think I think that he does deserve some credit I think that in kind of the same boat Andy Green deserves some credit oh, yeah in San Diego in San Diego because he has put together a very young team as we talked about before I mean he's got a couple of big free agents he's got Machado he's got Hosmer yep. but he's you know they're starting to play a lot better than anyone anticipated so again I don't see them winning 85 games, but if they do, it's going to be because they had someone at the helm that really knew how to coach the young kids, and it could be him. Right. Now, I got a question. We're going to move to Cy Young. Do you have Scherzer? Is it Scherzer in the NL? In the NL. It's it's, it's always either Max Scherzer or someone that's irrelevant. It's yeah. Max Scherzer. I, I, mid-season, he's always so consistently I good. Gotta, I got to say it's Scherzer, but I'm going to throw just another name in there just for the sake of it. Uh, Zach Greinke is having a fucking awesome year. He is. Granky's a great pitcher. Yeah. He's always a good pitcher. He's throwing 88. He has an ERA a little bit above three. His strikeouts are better than they've been in the past couple years. Dude, he's but not on the level of sure. He threw. Ready for this though? This is this is the most amazing thing. If you follow uh, Rob Friedman, the pitching ninja. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It, he awesome. had a video or a gif the other day. GIF, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, it was Zach Granky throwing an 88 mile an hour fastball and an 88. 88 mile an hour changeup, and they were two totally different pitches. It was one of the most like it was That's one crazy. of the coolest things I've ever seen. And, and there that, was like an overlay. Way, it was really great. It was what really a way great. to adapt if you're Zach Greinke. Oh yeah, he threw 94, 95. Yeah, he was three somewhere around there, and in, in his in his heydays. That's almost that's a that's a different pitcher 
then oh, yeah, you he, have to but he's always had extremely good accuracy and a deadly changeup. You know, he also had the hook. Yeah. He's oh, got the yeah. Ephus curveball. Yeah. That the best but, is when he, he throws it. He developed that. No, yeah. He and he oh no. Zach Greinke he went knows, from great pitcher with the Royals and then he yeah. was really bad for a little while and then got great again. Got traded to the Brewers, went to the Angels, yeah. to the Dodgers, and now he's on the Diamondbacks. He's got to be one of the best journeyman pitchers ever. Oh, where, yeah. Where Absolutely. He's been around the he, block. He's a gamer, man. He's smart and he knows how to pitch. I, lo- I love Zach Greinke. And yeah. he can hit. Yeah, he can hit, too. Did you see Because he loves the game. That's why I love Zach Greinke. Yeah, you and know he's a competitor. He's, he's, he's a huge I fucking love Zach Greinke. Oh. But, it, yeah. So that that would be my uh, other all right. NL side. Listen, guy. It's midseason, so I don't think either of us are going to pick him. But we have to acknowledge Hinjin Ryu. Oh my God! Fuck. He is amazing. No, nah, he's right probably now. Cy Young. He's he's over Scherzer. He, I give him that over listen, Scherzer. His last start, granted, it was in Colorado. He did get blown up. He's still under a two. Oh, dude, he's nine and two. He's unbelievable. I like, and he was always good. Yeah, but Ryu he's never. was always good, but he always got hurt, and he was never this good. No, yeah, he he's been. But uh, so when you level. see someone that's never this good, I, how long is he going to keep it up? Yeah, that's that's a big question. That's the big question. I don't know. It's I I hope he keeps it up. I, I he's my Cy Young. Right? I mean, at this point in in time, I think at the end of the year it'll be Scherzer. But at this point in time, you gotta give it a Ryu. Yeah, he's been and listen, awesome. I'm just gonna throw a name out there, which isn't gonna happen because the Mets are extra bad this year. Degrom's at a three three. Yeah, his, no, he's having a good year. Strikeout numbers are just the same. Yeah, he's gonna be around. Yeah, he'll be, be in the conversation. conversation. But he. Again, he's getting hurt because the Mets are just so Yeah, he, he never bad. gets wins. And, yeah. And that doesn't matter when he has a year like last year, but when you don't have an under two, it's hard to get the Cy Young. Yeah, you got to – well, you got to win games. Like, I know yeah. that there's nothing a pitcher can do about his team not giving him any run support and blowing leads. Yeah. But it, it – it, I like looking at a guy who's 16-6 and six rather than a guy who's 11-9. and nine. You of know course. what I mean? It's natural. Yeah. It, it, like, wins don't matter for a pitcher, but they do. It's yeah. weird. But right, So an AL. ALs. We have a shit show. It's a shit show, but it's like there's one guy, in my opinion. All right, who Verlander. Really? Oh yeah. One guy is Verlander. Verlander. He's definitely. He's definitely. Verlander's a runaway number right one now. for me. He is. He. I don't know how he did what he did. I'm he's pretty sure he's throwing either just as hard or no, he's harder. harder. Now. He's throwing like 98, 99. I, I mean, he's always thrown that, but... But he didn't for a couple of years. No, yeah, he's throwing harder now than he was the past but four years. But when he was, like, 21, 22, he was a huge prospect. Mm-hmm. He was throwing, like, the same he's now, like, 95 in the first thing, the 98, 99 in the seventh. He's done that now for, like, 15 years. Oh, yeah. And even when we were like, oh, he was on the Tigers, he had, like, a couple bad stretches because he wasn't great, he was still good. And oh, when yeah. he went to the Astros and he had, like, a World Series team around him, he is one of the best pitchers, as we talked about in the past, of our generation, if not the best. Justin Verlander is probably going to win the Cy Young and run away with it. But I have another name to throw out there. You have to acknowledge Lucas Giolito. Oh, I don't think he's a Cy Young, though. He, he, was, he was a Cy Young up until about two, three starts ago. He was right there with Verlander. Yeah, he, but and I, I just Verlander's body of work is just better so than fucking and better than Giolito. Giolito has to be acknowledged because of the improvement. He is on a different level. He's most improved player. Yeah, by yeah, far. yeah. He's um, and I love that because I liked Lucas Giolito. I think right. he's a really. He went good from the worst ERA in the league to like the fifth best. Yeah. in the AL. Yeah, he's been um, great. So he's up there, but there, there's the only guy, and he's not going to take it away from Verlander. But he is going to give him a run for his money. Oh yeah, Charlie Morton. Yeah, Charlie Morton is having an. Un, 
unbelievable year. He's nine and two with a two three six. His strikeout numbers, just like Verlander's, are through the roof. No. Him and Verlander, whatever the first of all, I don't know what the Astros were thinking getting rid of Charlie Morton. He wasn't this good last year. He had games where he was this good last year. He is a stud. Yeah, I know, and he's like 36, and he he's was bad for half of his career, more than half. Whatever the Astros did to these arms, whoever their pitching coach is, deserves a job somewhere, first Yeah, of all. I mean, even Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole's got to be in the conversation, too, because yeah. he's unbelievable. He is, and he so. was, and again, good on the Pirates, got to the Astros, got to the Astros and became and a Cy Young was, candidate. Yeah. I mean, Who was the pitching coach on the Astros? I don't know, but— He's got to have a job soon. Yeah, There is right. no way. Yeah. I mean, Mickey Calloway got a job for the Mets because the Indians had a great pitching. Yeah, I loved Mickey Calloway, too. It's so funny. All right, All right so wait. That's a great that's a transition. Good, yeah, I was going to say, that's the worst manager of the year. So, that yeah, we're going now into the, the, the categories that you do not want to find yourself in. Yeah. And Mickey Calloway had a lot of money and a lot of moves made. That granted were probably not great moves that he didn't have that much control over, but he the way he has managed the way he's managed the bullpen, and the media for that matter, which we we talked about last week, he has not done what he's needed to do to keep his job, and it sucks because I've 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 watched almost every game this year. I've seen things that aren't his fault, like Edwin Diaz blowing that save to the Dodgers five runs and then doing it again to the Phillies next week. That that stuff was not supposed to happen. No, and there's nothing he can do about it. But at no. the same time, you have a team that you're when your GM says we're in win now mode and we're going for it, you have to at least be at the five hundred competitive mark. team. Yeah, yeah, at the five hundred mark, and they're not. No. and and that is his fault because they have a good lineup. And the, it seems like he doesn't have the locker room. Like I, I like Robinson Cano not hustling. That's horrible. if that's Joe Girardi, he's and next. that's a yeah. he's. You're hearing that. Like, yeah. You know Joe Girardi's holding him accountable. I know. And that's going to be the next Mets next manager is Joe Girardi. All right. I'm telling well, you. let's all right. cool it with the Mets. All right. I'm telling you. No, but I know. Mickey, but Mickey Calloway is probably not going to have his job soon. And you know what's crazy is Jeff McNeil is hitting 348. Actually, 351 yeah. now. I know. Pete Alonso has 28 home runs, like I said, rookie of the year. And they're still so bad. And they have that rotation. I know. The Mets are a joke. The Mets are a joke. And it's Mickey Calloway's fault, partially. Partially, and Brody's fault also. But the, And yes. poor management all around. You're right. But anyway, let's move to, you want to do least valuable player, Cy Young, like your opposite let's, let's Cy Young. Cy Young, I got one. All right. Here. I With all the money invested in him this offseason, I got to say, you say Kikuchi. He has yeah. been not too good. No, yeah. Uh, five ERA almost. Um. Again, he was. I mean, it's not fair because people were comparing him to Otani because that's what we just got the year prior to that. Yeah. Um, from Japan, but he's more of a project, Kikuchi. Right. And, and P, I knew he wasn't going to be as good. So did other people. Yeah. But fi- a five-year race. This no, yeah, you, you have to show at least. Yeah. I mean, he showed some signs, but he did. He, but then he hit a wall. Yeah, and hitters did. adjusted, and now he's he's out of the. They thought that uh, he was tipping his pitches, which was so interesting. And he hasn't done well since that point, and I don't know if he's fixed it. I don't know if he was doing it. Right. But that's a problem that could ruin a, ruin a career. Yeah, so if you, people know what you're throwing, I mean, you're going to get tattooed all around. Easily. I mean, I yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. I mean, let me throw in, like, uh, yeah, I, I'd say he's probably – maybe Rick Porcello, he's been really bad. He has. And the, the Red Sox have needed him. J.A. Happ has also been oh, bad. Oh, J.A. Happ's a good one. That's a really good one. Um so any any one of those guys really has been pretty fucking awful. Oh, the 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 worst pitcher in the league right now though is Aaron Sanchez. Yeah, but he's he like almost a seven. No, but I liked what you were saying with the money invested in 
uh, Kikuchi, like yeah. that makes him the least valuable because he is getting value in terms of money, whereas Sanchez is probably not making a ton, and the and Blue Jays suck. Like, you Darvish is also close because he's oh, making a shit. ton of money. You Darvish has got to be up there. I got a lot on my mind right now. You Darvish is one of them. He he is yeah. he is not a very good pitcher, and he, no. he, I don't I hope he fixes it because he had great stuff. He had the best stuff of any Japanese pitcher besides Otani that I've seen. I'm pretty sure he's uh. He hasn't gotten a win in Chicago ever. Still, yeah. There's no way that's. I'm out. I'm like ninety percent sure. That it's that. Unless he got one in the last few weeks. That is because he had he didn't have one a few weeks ago. That is unbelievable. If that is still going on. I mean that yeah I mean he's. That's inexcusable. That Another one is Chris Archer, who's <sighs> pitched better lately. But again, what you have invested in him, what you traded for him, which, again going back to the the Rays having just one of the best GMs managers yeah. in baseball. You lo- you lost Tyler Glass now, yeah, who's and better. Austin Meadows, yeah. That's a fleece, yeah, for Chris Archer, yeah, who has a above five ERA. No, yeah, and, he, and he's been uh, he's been bad, really bad. And he's the and the fact lately, that the, but the Pirates still. still like are bad. Like that last year, they did this because they were winning a ton of games in a row, and they were like, maybe we can go on a run, and we'll be better next year. Like next year would be our year. And then now you're looking at it like you could have had a really really good pitcher. And a really good outfielder, and you have neither. And the thing is, I think the Pirates like asked for this deal, because why would the Rays be like? I mean, they were selling Chris Archer, but the Pirates definitely called. Oh yeah, no, the the Rays didn't call the Pirates, and yeah. the the Pirates were like, we want Chris Archer for these two people who are actually incredibly good baseball players. Right, Meadows Meadows is like he's an all star. He is if he didn't lose time. I don't know about MVP, but he might win the batting title. Nah, he he's hitting two ninety now. He really slowed down, mm. but but he's still. I mean, he's twenty. And Glass four. now looks like he has like perfect game stuff sometimes. Yeah, his yeah. stuff is he, just his K's are like have been unbelievable too. And, be and, back soon too. and he's in Tampa, and Tampa knows how to fucking put they pitchers know how to out grow there. Pitchers. I mean, look at Chirinos. Uh, even the, going back, you have Odorizzi is a, is a former mm-hmm. Tampa Bay yeah, and pitcher. He, and he finally figured it out, right? I mean, and he David was good Price. with them. Yeah, David Price is another one. I mean, that's They're, they have in the end, like Morton, obviously, and Snell, two unbelievable pitchers. Chirino, as I said, Glass. Now that's four pitchers right there that are good. Yeah, really good. Yeah, they, and that's why I like. And the they race. have Yarbrough. Like Yarbrough's pretty good Yarbrough's too. Like, yeah, he they have Stanek. They have. They beaks. have arms. They, yeah, they have a They're ton. And, and the best part about them is none of their pitchers throw a ton. They're, they'll go five innings and they'll take them out and be like, all right, we'll throw six different relievers out here that can go two innings and are one's left-handed, one's right-handed, and this guy, Brandon McKay, can pitch and hit. How about that? What? Like, what? Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah, the Rays, the Rays are stacked, and they have the number one prospect in the MLB. Uh, like, we, we've already talked about it. They have they, – they grew their system so, Well, they, so they always have been. I mean, yeah. they, they the Rays – when was the last time the Rays went, like, lost 100 games? Not since they've been the Rays. Right. The Devil Rays. The Devil Rays sucked. Yeah. But the Tampa Bay Rays are... are They're always a solid baseball. They're good. And the opposite of that is what we need to talk about next, which is our last uh, little segment. Who's the least valuable player? The LVP of Major League Baseball right now. (sighs) Um, And we're not talking about like... Like a guy just like oh like he's the twenty sixth man on a roster like a guy that's making a lot of money no a guy a prominent player who we thought right. was gonna have a big role that's totally not right. doing that right I would say now see this is gonna be uh, contradictory to what I'm gonna say and I'm only gonna say this because I know who you're gonna say 
I'll see. As of now, not for the rest of the season, but Paul Goldschmidt to this point has been the least valuable oh, player. Oh, boy. You're calling out Paul Goldschmidt again. That does well, not no, no, well. no. See, this is a plan because I'm calling out Paul to do what I said he would do. Okay. Which is hit really well in the second half. I but, don't think he's been the least. Like, there are some. No, nah, because the way I look at it, Luke Weaver's been. The Cardinals could have used Luke Weaver. Yeah, they I know he's hurt now, but he was nails when he was playing. Yep. Uh, Carson Kelly's been a really good, good hitter good. for the uh, Diamondbacks. And, he, I mean, he can he's a catcher. He's a defensive-minded guy. Yep. So he, he's been great. And Goldschmidt signed him to a huge extension. He's making a lot of money. Boom. He's not paying off right now. And they need him. He was the key to them taking the step forward. Because yep. last year it was their pitching's really good, but they don't have any offense. Right. Ozuna doesn't need some help. Right. You know, Matt Carpenter... And we, we can't saw, expect Matt Carpenter to carry us. We saw when when Goldschmidt was doing well at the beginning of the year. We saw Ozuna go off, and we saw the Cardinals be good. Backup. Yeah, and we saw the Cardinals be good. They were very good at the beginning of the year, and they slowed down tremendously. Yeah. That that is that is a shame. I mean, my LVP. I don't know how you didn't think of this guy, but it's Chris Davis, dude. Like, there is nobody that is making. I thought you were going to say Jose Ramirez. No. No, because Jose Ramirez is still under you know arbitration, I think, right? right. No, but he's got a nice he's got a nice contract extension. But, but Chris Davis is making so much money and producing so so little. I feel very bad. I yeah, do. yeah, it's almost to the point where you stop making fun of him and you're just like, because you're, you figure feel, it yeah, out. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, I, we, like this is like the tough part of the job of talking about this. It's yeah. like talking about like who's like the worst player in baseball right now that's making a ton of money. Yeah, and like Cespedes. But Cespedes, when he plays, is still significantly better than Right, Chris but a Davis. guy who gets hurt on a horse ranch. I get it. I get it. But Chris, I mean, yes, Chris Davis is healthy. I guess that's value, but, like, he's doing so poorly. He might have a negative war. Yeah. Chris Davis, yeah. This year, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, he probably does. Yeah. Which is a shame. Like like I said, it's the toughest part of the job. You don't want to be like, dude, like, you suck. It sucks to have to, like, say, like, it, it's not working out anymore, man. Yeah. You know? I, I mean – that's yeah. That's you you root for guys like that. You hope they do good. You hope they prove you wrong, but yeah. you have to say like he is a bad player right now. Yeah, he's been. Yeah. His uh, his war this year is negative one. Wow. Oh, so he's actually one whole win worse. Negative one war. One whole player or one whole win worse than a replacement level player. That is, that's rough. So you could literally pick up any free agent like replacement level average player. And, and you will be better than Chris Davis. Yeah. Like your team will be better. Wow. <clears throat> that is a rough yeah, that's tough. thing to look at. Yeah, poor Chris. So we're going to move on from that. <laughs> yeah, that was a long note. one. But we're going to the power rankings. Joe, let me just lead right into this bad boy. Uh, so I'm going. We're doing top five. Uh, five, I'm going Atlanta Braves. I feel like that's a, that's yeah. a fair okay. one to say. They're, they're you know, uh, they're probably one of the hottest teams in the MLB going. Uh, four, I'm going to go with the Astros. I would have had them higher, but I, I'm, I have a little bit of questions about, you know, their team right now. Three, uh, Minnesota, because Minnesota has okay. been on That's a tear. High, but I, yeah. No, I, I think Minnesota has been just a, a little bit, I mean, maybe because they're surprising me and I, I want to put them ahead of the Astros, but I, I like what Minnesota has going right now. I mean, the, it, and uh, currently they're probably a top three team. Just, I mean, not even record just record-wise. Wise, I think they're a top-three team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then two, I'm going to go with the Dodgers. 
Uh, I mean, it kind of yep. speaks for itself. Kind of spe- and yeah, and then number one, number one is the Yankees because yeah. the Yankees are the best team in the major. I I wanna I wanna say that um, I we hate on Aaron Boone, good but man. Aaron Boone has He's done a, a fucking team. great job. We hated on him so much, like because we listen. He was handed a silver platter last year with the lineup he had. Joe Girardi led the team to the ALCS. Yeah. One went away from the World Series. Too. And then Aaron Boone lost in the first round. But the Red Sox were just unbelievable. I mean, last and, year. and you have to think Aaron Boone's first ever year as a manager, he won 100 games. Right. And that, the pressure like, to do that with yeah, that and, and, huge. And, and, and no matter year, what, Judge got hurt last year. Like, it's not like they had. Yeah. And, and they this, still had the same. They had the same, if not a worse, pitching rotation. This year has been like the beginning of this season was just unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Yeah. When, when talk. I'll would say like May. Up, May, and, yeah. the entire month of May, the Yankees were like a triple A team yeah. and they were disgusting. It was it, it, it was, was unprecedented. It was unprecedented. It really was. I mean, Talkman, they had Mike Ford. Like the, those guys are not MLB players. Yeah. And they were starting for the New York Yankees. Yeah. So Aaron uh, Boone it deserves consideration yeah. as coach of the year too. Yeah, I mean he does. Fuck. Damn it, Aaron. We suck. But the Yankees the are good. shit all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Yankees are a good number one. Uh, I guess I'll go five to one. Um, I have the Astros at five, just Ooh. like you have. I have them a little bit lower, just because I think there are good teams right now that are playing like way better than the Astros have been playing, and the Astros are mostly fully healthy now. Yeah, they. I think they're missing Correa still. Yeah, but that's it. The and you know, their their pitching has been a little bit surprising. Like Miley's been okay. Don't expect that to continue. I do. You do. Yeah, I think Wade Miley's a decent pitcher, Listen, and I he think is on the Astros. I was gonna say, I think the Astros, the Astros. I think the Astros know how to give to pitchers. He does. They he, they might have the magic touch. That's what I'm saying. I like. I mean, Charlie Morton, dude, sucked. Yeah. And then he went to the Astros and became. A, I mean, I don't think it's, Wade Miley's no. the next Charlie Morton. No. But I think Wade Miley's a a decent player. Yeah. Decent player. Um. So yeah, the Astros are five for me, and then I have the Braves four, because the Braves have been on such a tear lately, like an unbelievable tear. And um, all right, I just gotta say the 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 notification that we got. Yeah, Tommy Lasalle has got a broken leg. Yeah, oh, eight to ten weeks. Just that the Angels can't rough. catch a break. That it's is fucking rough tough, man. Because Tom Tommy Lasalle is having a fantastic He's an all-star. year. Yeah, but all right, continue on with the, the power rankings. Can't catch a break. These poor guys. Yeah, um, the Braves are a good team. They they and their rookies are playing well. They have a good mix. They're a homegrown team that could make some noise. Yeah, I mean, uh, with like the exception the of like bought it, but Keuchel like and uh, yeah, Donaldson, those yeah, are the only couple, two outside guys. Yeah, but, but I mean, Freeman, those are one. Ozzy. Yeah, they're all yeah. yeah. Even Acuna and even Swansby, they didn't draft, but they traded for him almost immediately. No, it was his first year in the league. Yeah. What a deal that was. Yeah, oh Dansby God, for amazing. Shelby Miller. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they got Ender Enciarte. Yeah, whoever's running the Braves did it the right way. They knew uh, the Nationals were going to be good. The Mets were going to be pretty good for like a couple years before this. They kind of took a, like a back seat. They're like, all right, we'll rebuild. And then they're just roaring over both of those teams. The Nationals are playing well, but the Braves are an elite team right now in Major League Baseball. That's why I have them at number four. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I have the Twins at number three, too. I think that's high to put them. That's the highest I've had them this year, even when they have the best record. Because I just don't understand how it's still going on. Good for them. They've put it together. Um, They're a good baseball team. They'll probably win the Central. I know you disagree, but how it says right now, that's, that's what you have to go with. Seven and games up. Yeah, that that is that is a lot. So I like the Twins. Uh, number two is the Dodgers. I think we have close to the same rankings. We just had 
uh, Houston and Atlanta switched because yeah. I like Atlanta a lot more right now. Yeah. But two's the Dodgers. You know why. They they, they have big money. Yep. They're playing big baseball. Best record in the MLB. So. And the Yankees are the best team in baseball right now. pains me to say it, but they're the best team in baseball. I'm not really close right now. The, yeah. The, the uh, roster they have is just – Yeah, it's hard to deny it. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of uh, – I don't know. There's a lot of teams right now that are, like, disappointingly average. Like, I, I thought Oakland was going to take a huge step forward this year. They've been okay. They're eight games over. Red Sox took a huge step back. Indians, obviously. Phillies have been a disappointment. Milwaukee, Chicago, and St. Louis all have been a disappointment. Yeah. And then even Colorado, to be only three games over five hundred. Yeah. Well, that's kind of disappointing. Off. They started off poorly. Yeah, they did. But, I mean, I don't know, dude. That, that's that's not enough for me. They, they need to... That, they got Baseball Murphy. They signed. This year. We've seen the ERA. The crazy people. Crazy people are stepping up. Crazy teams are doing well, like the Twins. Um, and that's how baseball's gone this year. It's gonna. It's 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 gonna be crazy how it extends because we are at the midseason point. We are at the fourth of July by the time this comes out. We are basically at the All Star break probably by the time this comes out. That's halfway through the season. So that's gonna wrap up our show. We do have our one minute opinions. Uh, so we're all gonna get one of those. But on the baseball standpoint, it has been a crazy year, so we hope you stick with us. And let's get our one minutes. Jake, do you want to start us I off? Do. I do. All right. Uh, my one-minute opinion is about the 2009 Angels draft. Um, we've been talking about it recently. We talked about it before the show. I'm just going to list off a few of the players that were that were in that draft. Randall, Randall Gritchick was picked in the first round. Yep. Uh, the pick after him was uh, the guy Mike Trout. I believe you guys voted him uh, oh, yeah. MVP. MVP, I think he's pretty good. Second best player in the MLB. Yeah, second, debatably second best player in the in the uh, the MLB. Uh, Tyler Sags, R.I.P. But still, great pitcher. Uh, Garrett Richards and Patrick Corbin, two really good pitchers. And I was just like, wow, the Angels need to do something because yeah, they have these players and they signed Poolhouse, which was awesome as a Cardinals fan to see him not do well. But seeing a draft like this. The Angels have got to put something together. Yeah, I mean, and and obviously, I mean, again, going back to Skaggs, it's it's obviously super unfortunate stinks, that that happens, but it, it's it's great to shed light on how incredible that how draft incredible. class yeah, was. Yeah, and they were they were just about to get good too yeah. when that happened. Yeah. So yeah, the the Angels had a, had a good draft class, but I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, anytime you get the best player. In the MLB in the draft, it's already yeah, a good already draft class, and then you get and then you throw that. four more yeah. MLB players in, Fantastic. MLB starting caliber players. That's a tremendous draft. Yeah, so unheard of. Yeah, yeah. So right, two thousand nine hats off to the Angels. One minute. What do you got? I want it to go to you. All right, I, fine. I, if if I have to say anything about anything, it's, it's what's been on my uh, my mind lately. Have you ever watched Sherlock Holmes, like Sherlock on Netflix? No. It is such a good show and like just to watch like everything like the, this guy picks up so many clues just about like who you are and what you do just by looking at you like up and down and it's played by benedict cumberbatch and he does such a good job in it like i'm becoming a big fan of this guy i saw him in uh avengers i saw dr strange he was really good in it but this was like he started this before all that and he's just as good so if i have one recommendation for you Watch Sherlock. It is a great, great show. Dude, I don't know how I'm going to fill this one minute. I got to just look around. All right, then don't. No. Oh, Nobody no. wants to hear no, you No, here's my one-minute opinion. Nonsense. My one-minute opinion is that 
last week we did the or yeah last week we did the Mount Rushmore of uh, inventions, and my second pick was table. Yeah, it was. That uh, was the worst pick of I'm, all time. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that that was a mistake, a miscalculation <laughs> on my part. But retroactively, I'm not gonna say this changes it. But looking back on it, I was very regretful that I didn't say baseball. Baseball would yeah. have been like a good one. Like, oh, yeah. Especially because, you know, we do a show about baseball. Yeah. That probably would have been a good idea. Yeah. It would have, it would have been like, a pandering. Hey, thanks, baseball. Yeah. I would have pandered to the crowd nicely. And it would have also just been a true thing. Like, I, I do believe that that's like one of the best things man has ever come up with. Yeah. Man it's, or it's woman. Beautiful thing, beautiful game. And uh, it's a beautiful show that we just had. Like, uh, yeah. I love that. But uh, love it was that. a little bit longer. We've been at, people have been asking to uh, extend the time a little bit. So we hope you stuck with us the whole time. Thank you so much for the people that called us. We will be doing that occasionally. I think, I think we had a good time with that. Absolutely. Voicemail line is always open. If you want to leave a voicemail, it's 203-936-9165. Again, that's 203-936-9165. If you want to call at any point in time, we will answer your voicemails. We'll be recording weekly. We said that and we put out a show this week. We are very happy with that, and we will see you soon. Thanks for listening. Don't get caught looking. Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. By now, you should have somehow realized what you got to do. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. On the street that the fire in your heart is out I'm sure you've heard it all before But you never really had a doubt I don't believe that anybody Feels the way I do about you now And all the roads we have to walk are winding And all the lights that lead us there are blinding Because maybe You're gonna be the one that saves me And after all You're my
listen, maybe You're gonna be the one that saves me